Hello, welcome back to Tweet the Leader in You, where we chat about realistic leadership theories. My name is Templeton Soya, and it is a great pleasure. I'm so excited that we are back in person, back live, and what a great day to be in person with the great Tyler. What's going on, T, Johnny, whatever they call you on social media? What's going on, man? How are you? Good. It's a, a bit of a gray, groggy Saturday morning, so I'm a bit tired, but I'm really happy to be here. Listen, it's it's always good to be in great company like yourself. Um, Tyler is really strong into community development. That's what we're going to be talking about, actually, in the episode, is the the development of community development and also the growth of, of community development and all that good stuff. So I want to start with this great question for you, Tyler. Um, how did you started in community development. Gosh, how did I start in community development? Um, I grew up in a military family down in Annapolis Valley, uh, and both my parents were really involved in the military, and, and that's that sort of idea of like helping from that perspective. But I didn't grow up with any kind of aspirations to be involved in volunteerism, community development, or anything like that. I just assumed I'd go to school and kind of follow in the footsteps of my parents. And uh, I volunteered a little bit when I was a teenager, but mostly just because I didn't have any friends and I was really mm-hmm. lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, around 2004, I got to do a program with Canada World Youth, um, oh. do an exchange program uh, mm-hmm. between Quebec and West Africa. And I'm very critical of volunteer tourism now because I've learned right. a lot about it as, a, as an idea. But um, that was kind of the first time that I really had an opportunity to think about doing something different than like going into the military mm-hmm. or you know getting a trade, like something my family might have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was probably the thing that like opened my mind, shifted my worldview, and made me value community development, I guess. Yeah, community development is very important. It helps you to just um, see the world. Like mm-hmm. you say, um, it helps you to experience um, skill, skill, different skills and different um, growth experiences that you uh, would encounter. Um, do you think that community development is a waste of time? Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. And the reason yes. why I'm saying this is because a lot of persons, like, I, I had, like, some individuals tell me, say, oh, well, Tyler, um, why are you um, getting so involved in the community? Like, it's, if it's not making you money, it's not mm. making you anything. I say, like, but that's not true. With you being involved in the community, it helps you to grow. It helps you to um, get connected with other persons. It yeah. helps you to build a relationship mm. with other people. And it helps you just to continue just to be involved in all that good stuff. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely don't think it's a waste. And I guess I would wonder or ask, you know, do we have a really clear definition of community development? And mm. I would say we don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to know that Uh, people can develop community or be a leader from whatever position they're in. Right. And so I find my practice and the way I work is really grounded in systems theory and this understanding Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm a system, we're currently a system, there's lots of complex systems. And if you have a good understanding of where you are in that system and where you can influence and flex your power, maybe you can make shifts and changes. So, you know, I don't think you have to be a nonprofit to be, you know, somebody who does community development. You don't have to be an urban planner, you don't have to be a politician. I think anyone has the power and the potential to, to influence the, the context and the system around them. So I think getting too bogged down and saying something is or isn't community development, is, that's a waste, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, when we look here in HRM and Chibuktuk, some of the people who are doing the most rad community development, in my mind, is the Halifax Mutual Aid Society. 
you know, because they're building temporary shelters and they're really, really flexing against like the institutions and, and the city. And it's causing those systems to shift to meet their needs and their demands. And like, that's really rad to me. So I think uh, that's a really good example of like the kind of community development that I really want to get behind. Wow. Wow. That, that, that's really amazing. Um, just to think about um, just making sure that those organizations that's making the impact and speaking mm. about the impact, um, impacting is very important. Uh, and a lot of persons, when they think about, I mean, me personally, when I think about the impact, um, it's like you want to leave that aha moment mm. onto people's face. All you want to leave is just that smiling and emotional um, feeling. Um, has there been a moment where you're saying about the, um, the Halifax shelter, has there been a moment where you've seen your emotional connection with an impact? Oh my God. I'm a very sensitive person, so probably quite <laughs> <often>. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe too many impacts. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, in terms of like something that's just shifted me or like maybe something that I've contributed to society, mm. either or, is it? Yeah, either or. For me, something that really impacted me at a young age and made me really stop and think about how I influence and impact others. Mm. Uh, I was involved with a, a volunteer recruitment um, for Canada World Youth, actually, that what I talked about earlier. Mm. Once I'd finished the program, they invited me to come back and and uh, support in like finding new participants for the next round. Mm. And I, we got to interview them and have a lot of fun games and like test people's you know, competency for being in such a complex project. Mm. And I was so excited because I felt really validated and like I was being invited into a space to, to support people. Mm. And I got there and at the end we were debriefing and I was so excited and so energized that I just kept talking over everyone just constantly talking over everyone. I must have been 20 or 21 years old. And one of the other facilitators stopped me and he was like, you're taking up a lot of space. You're making too much noise and we can't hear from other people. And wow. I was, as I said, I'm very sensitive and at 21, mm. so almost 20 years ago, I was like crushed. Mm. But I think it was like one of, the, one of the most important lessons I've ever received from someone. Um, and so I think of that, that in terms of impact a lot. And so the person who said this, I think his name was Sam, probably still lives here somewhere in the city. I'd love to meet him again. Mm. Um, I think... Uh, he never probably knew that that would be a narrative or a thing that impacted me so much and lived on in me as, a, as an example of making sure I'm not taking up too much space or talking too much or talking over or being aware of my power mm. uh, in certain spaces. And so that stands out. But I think what I learned from that is, again, you just never know. Mm. Any particular moment in a day can lead to transformational change. You know, that mm. shifted my thoughts, my words, my actions, and, mm. it, and it lived on for a really long time. So I'm very grateful. Wow. That, that's really amazing, and, and, and that's really good for you to share, because um, it's very important um, when you're going into different communities, you, you're looking at different perspectives. And for me, when I go into different communities, I, I know when to speak, I know when to just listen, mm-hmm. and then and just, just be there to support um, versus adding my value, because yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and this also speaks to, okay, yeah, my leadership is okay, I'm employment, um, support practitioner, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an executive director or something, but at the end of the day, when you're in certain atmospheres, you must know how to just be the tone supporter mm-hmm. or the tone listener yeah. um, in, in, in certain settings, and I think that's very important. And speaking about being the tone supporter and the mm-hmm. tune setter. Um, how have you been the tune setter for your community? Gosh, well, I, 
when you say your community, I feel like I'm parts of m multiple communities. Yeah, right? uh, communities. <laughs> yeah, communities. So it depends on like, is it a community based on like my identities? Is it a community based on like place? Is it a community based on like family or kin networks? And I think it really depends. And I think it's really important that I never ascribe myself too wholly to like one theory or one mm. framework or one model or one style. Mm. I think depending on the context I'm in, I have to shift all the time. Yeah. I really think it's important to be like a situational leader, you know, mm. and, and being, you know, as much as I'm thinking about my tone, I'm thinking about how I can be attuned to like what's around me and making sure that I'm right. Um, right. not making grand assumptions about how I should operate, but operate from a place of humility and, and listen to like what's around me to, to decide how I need to move forward. Um, and I think I try to, as much as possible, make sure I'm a leader that doesn't come with solutions, but facilitates a process so that solutions can be found within the people I'm working with. Yeah. And, and, and I think we, we are all what were once those type of leaders where we were uh, like, oh, there's a solution to this, there's a solution yeah. to that, there's a solution to this. Um, but just listening and, and just coming back to the conversation and, and adding more. And, and as I sit on different um, different organizational boards mm -hmm. and, and different working groups and all that good stuff, I've realized that um, I, I can just sit down and draft different frameworks and just assist in the process but not always saying, mm -hmm. this could be a solution, this could be a solution. Let's actually reflect mm -hmm. and, 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 and think about these things and all that good stuff. And, I just love when it comes down to community development, you get to reflect on how you can add more involvement mm. and more different perspectives. And that's why I love being in Canada in general because of the different communities um, and also the different support and advocacy building of mm. different communities because it's very important um, to advocate. It's, it's, it's very important to make it I'm important, I mean, make a, a difference and a change. Mm -hmm. But do you think that there's been a lot of advocacies going on in different communities so far? Um, have you been watching any of them? Uh, oh, have you yeah. been seeing them? And what do you think of the different advocacies um, that's mm -hmm. been going on so far? Hmm. I know that, I, I, I know that um, there's been the Black Lives Matter yeah. um, advocacy, um, the Asian and mm -hmm. Indigenous advocacies that's been going on as well. And also there's been um, other different um, youth involvement and other um, different justice um, advocacy going. What do you think about um, that from a community perspective? Mm, I think there's lots of ways to affect change, mm. um, but I think there's a lot of power in energy being kind of created and cultivated outside of dominant systems. And mm. I think that has to happen through advocacy a lot of the time. Mm. And so when I talk about the Halifax Mutual Aid Society, mm. you know, that's not a government solution. It's yeah. not a nonprofit. It's yeah. you know, an advocacy that's coming from a somewhat informal network of people who are mm. deeply caring, deeply resourced, or not deeply resourced, but they are able to leverage the resources mm -hmm. and they can make change. And I think it's really, I would like to work towards a world where people didn't have to put their safety on the line um, to, to, right. to step into advocacy, because right. uh, that's, I think, really flawed. And, you know, capitalism and neoliberalism and all these other things are contributing to that, I think. Um, but in the context that we're currently in, I think it's really important to create space and resources for people to, to demonstrate and mm -hmm. protest and really use their voices. It's not something I'm heavily involved in, yeah. um, but I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think this is very important. And it also get, lies into my next question. Mm -hmm on who are or who around you inspires you um to be a community-driven individual 
Mm. You, you spoke earlier about your parents. Yeah. Um, let, let's, how have they driven you more into that passion? Uh, I'm I'm definitely like the oddball out in my family. Yep. <laughs> it was only until a few years ago that my dad even understood that I was getting paid to do work. Mm-hmm. He just thought it was a volunteer. Oh, thing. yes. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'll get to that in a little bit, but I'll let you continue to respond to yeah. that. I think they have a lot of respect for what I do now, and they, yeah. now they get it years later, because now I'm a social worker, so yeah. now it makes more sense. There's yeah. language that they can like tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're very supportive, but from their own context, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people in my family uh, don't have high school educations, you know. I'm the mm-hmm. only one in my family who's gone to university. Right. And uh, so they're very supportive. I don't think they often understand what I'm doing. Mm. <laughs> and they don't ask too many critical questions about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they get that I care about community and that I want to be involved. Um, yeah, they're supportive from their own place, which I think that's true for most parents. Mm. You know, they support based on their own context and they do their best based on how they were raised. So, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, my parents, um, they would always say to me, say, oh, why are you doing all this voluntary? Why are you doing all this? Why are you doing all that? And I why always go make some money. I know, right? <laughs> and so my, my response to that was always like, I'm going out for an opportunity. Yeah. And, and they always would laugh, say, Oh, Tyler's going for an opportunity. He's going for an opportunity. But I always define every community involvement I, I have done as an opportunity. Yeah. And they, would ne- they, they wouldn't have thought that this would have came into a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually being involved in the community in Halifax, sitting on different boards yeah. and all that other stuff. And so now they say like, oh, this community involvement yeah. is very important um, because it brings a lot of connection, it brings a lot of partnerships, it brings a lot of payment opportunities and yeah. all that good stuff. It also depends on the um, different countries that you're in as well, um, how you can different grow and all that good stuff. And so, yeah, mm. this is like being very awesome. I think I'm definitely gonna invite you back, Mom, because I feel that you have a lot of expertise um, to say um, in where we can go with community development. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that we can have a roundtable discussion with cool. the other two yeah. co-hosts um, and invite um, two other persons to the table um, because community development is very important. Um, and I think that helps us to be stabilized and healthy. Um, but I want to ask you this one last question. Sure. What makes a healthy community? Oh, what makes a healthy community? Yeah. Um, uh, access to good coffee. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, I think that it takes different shapes and forms based on the uh, based on you know people who are in that community. Mm. And I think um, a sense of well being and belonging. I think that's just universal for most people. I think that's what brings people together. Um, I often say that not all things are that are. Um, therapeutic or therapy so I think having you know networks of people who are able to offer support and resources and um, have access to sharing opportunities like to me that's really a healthy community I think having opportunities for people to create and pause and reflect and not just have to like grind themselves into the ground working all the time I think that Mm -hmm. contributes to a healthy community Mm -hmm. Um, a sense of like purpose and you know access to resources like housing like some basic social determinants of health stuff I think really is important for a healthy community mm-hmm. and I think in this time with COVID and the climate crisis there's just so many big external factors that feel so ambiguous and disruptive and so I think many people are trying to have and find healthy communities within their like their micro communities and larger communities but it's just there's a, a lot of uh, blah for people I think right now so it's hard to to for, for many I think see see a path forward for a healthy community but I think we're mm-hmm. getting there yeah 
I totally, I totally agree. And, and, and that's, that's how I want to wrap up by <laughs> just allowing you to give the intake and all that good stuff. And folks, I, I want to encourage you, um, as you be a community driven individual, be passionate about what you do, be involved, um, know when to actually be, um, the tune setter, know when to be the tune listener or, or just know when to be the tune supporter in certain instances and all that good stuff. Thank you so oh, much, Tyler. You're so amazing. Um, and we just look forward to connecting. How mm -hmm. can people connect with you as well oh, if gosh. they wish to um, reach out? Uh, Instagram and Twitter, I'm just at tjohnny, so T-E-E-J-O-H-N-N-Y. Uh, and then my website's tjohnny.com oh. for photography and other things. And uh, that's probably the easiest way. Or Tyler Colburn on LinkedIn. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you so much. And thank you, folks. And we'll see you at the next episode. <laughs> Woo!